So I'm very happy to see that somehow the information I got was wrong and that they're they able to somehow adjust their program and come down here to Malaysia uh, from Chambdash and hopefully they'll be participating in the Rathyatra tomorrow in the National Convention uh, the 6th to the 9th. Okay, Maharaj confirmed he's coming. How many of you will be coming? Convention? How many going to Rathyatra tomorrow? Oh, so many. And the convention, how many going? Alright. Many can't make it. Too expensive. Well. Well, it's a lot cheaper than going to Mayapur. <laughs> It's the opportunity to associate with hundreds and sometimes almost a thousand devotees and many different uh, Maharajas. Banu Maharaj already arrived today, I heard. So, it's something to save up for every year. In case anybody has looking for any other festival to go to, we also have our Gorpurnima festival coming up next year in Mayapur. It's the 25th anniversary year of Prabhupada's disappearance uh, next year, starting from November. Starting from November until next November, I'm counting it that, that year. And it's also the first anniversary of Tamal Krishna Maharaj's disappearance. So we're organizing some very special uh, programs and chanting and hearing will be increased. Already 16 uh, spiritual masters and GBCs and sannyasi senior devotees have uh, signed up and confirmed that they're going to be giving seminars uh, during the Mayapur Institute of Higher Education in the Gorpurnima Festival. That's a record, 16, pretty hard to hear so many classes, you have to choose. I'll put up on the board one of the advertising uh, papers so you can see the different functions, so many different programs going to go on.
நான் அந்த அந்த நிகழ்ச்சிகள் குறித்து பலகையில் நான் அடுத்து நிகழ்வுகளை எல்லாம் போட்டு வைப்பேன் நீங்கள் பார்த்து தெரிந்து கொள்ளலாம் My airport will be the home for the Prabhupada wanted it as a spiritual home for everyone. So we also are giving a free prasadam for the festival. Prabhupada Mayapura Aanmiga Iripidamaga Namakella Muruvaakkinar Ange Inda Aandu Ilavasamana Prasadam Niyoyikkepadu. If you don't mind living in a dormitory and if you book in advance you can also get dormitory housing free. Otherwise if you want private housing that you have to book. நீங்கள் விரைவாக பதிந்து கொண்டால் தங்குவதற்கு இலவசமான இடங்களும் கிடைக்கும் இருந்தாலும் அந்த விழாவிற்கு வந்து நீங்கள் கடந்து கொண்டால் அதை நிச்சயமாக நீங்கள் அனுபவிப்பீர்கள் for his uh, bulletin board nani idai thalaivar jagannathavallabhav avargalukku alikindren avargal avargalude arikai palagiyil idai pottu vekkalam but it cost quite a bit to get all the way over to uh, mayapur i guess i guess you want to find out a cheaper way to go you can ask bhakti vignamanashana uh, shingamara the cheapest way and the gurukul students because they probably figured out the cheapest way to do it but uh, It cost a lot more than going to KL that's for sure. Mayapurku selvadarkku adhiga selavagum eppadi sikkanamaga selvadu endru neengal narasinga maharaj avargalidamum indha gurukula manavargalidam kettu therinjukollalam aanal nichayamaga desiya maanattirkku selvadai vida idu selavu adhigam thaan. So sometime in the year it's good once a year we get to go to get especially all the preachers a lot of the active devotees get together to see get to see how big is our family here in Malaysia and it's uh, really we have thousands and thousands of devotees now all over the country so it's very lively to see uh, a large number of devotees to chant and dance together indre naadu mulavadum aayirukkanakana bhaktargal irukkindranar aandirku oru murai ivargalai sandithu serndu பார்த்தால்தான் ஒவ்வொரு ஆண்டும் செல்ல முடியாவிட்டாலும் எப்படியும் அவர்கள் கடந்து கொள்வார்கள் The Lord Nityananda he had big festivals in Bengal Nityananda Prabhu Bangalathil பெரிய விழாக்களெல்லாம் கொண்டாடினார் Then after Lord Chaitanya left Narottam Das Thakur organized big Gorpurnima festival at Kateri Gram Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Narottam Das Prabhu பெரிய விழா திருவுட்டோர் பூர்ணிமா விழாவை கொண்டாடினார் And so that tradition we are continuing having a big Gorpurnima festival in Mayapur. அந்த வகையில் தான் இந்த கௌரபூர்ணிமா விழா ஆண்டுதோறும் கொண்டாடப்பட்டு வருகின்றது. So they have one festival once a year here in Malaysia that for the past 4 years has been the 5th year I think we've been doing this and uh, trying to give an opportunity for the devotees who can't get to Mayapur to get uh, some kind of very big experience. 
uh, large kirtans, uh, more association. So I wanted to share with you why we're doing it, because it's uh, meant for your spiritual upliftment. We have our small groups like Bhakti Riksha groups and house satsangas where devotees get together, chant and hear the holy names. Those are important for our, it's like our bread, well, it's like our, today's ecodacy, so what do we say? Uh, it's like our potatoes and butter. But then, sometimes we come together like on Sundays and big fest and the little bigger programs at the local center and then with a couple hundred devotees we get together and that's also important. Then sometimes we get together for bigger festivals like uh, Rath Yatras. And the biggest festival we get together for kind of intensive association and uh, spiritual practices together, that's this national convention. So I hope as many of you as possible can take advantage. All these are investments in your spiritual development. They have it over the weekend, so at least you can come Saturday and Sunday when you have a day off, you have the time off from work. Or you can take one day leave and come for Friday, Saturday, Sunday like that. So, this time I spent 10 days in Malaysia. But it hardly scratches the surface. As far as I said, there's so many devotees. It's hardly, it's not a very significant stay at all. There's so many different centers. Somehow this time, seems like Northern Malaysia grabbed me again. Yesterday night we had a nice presentation about the, uh, the big uh, project in Subaram Jaya. And it was uh, very encouraging to see how so much uh, so much uh, support is being given by all the centers here in the northern region, and how much cooperation is uh, being extended for this national project. So like this, doing something for Krishna, Krishna never forgets. If, if we can only chant, if we don't have any money, we can always of course chant Hare Krishna and offer Krishna a glass of water with a tulsi leaf. 
நமக்கு பணம் இல்லை என்று சொன்னால் நான் ஹரே கிருஷ்ண மந்திரத்தை ஜபித்துக் கொண்டு கிருஷ்ணருக்கு துளசியுடன் ஒரு நீர் வழங்கினால் போதும் மற்றவர்களை <laughs> Krishna Bank the Krishna Bank is there is a deposit in Krishna Bank account Ennavellam nam krishnarukku seigindromo adu krishnarin miga mukkiya bangiyil semippaga irukkum Every step we take to Krishna he takes 10 steps to us Ovvor adi nam krishnaridam eduthu vaikkumbodhu avar 10 adi nammai nokki vaikindrar We should just see that we keep on stepping towards Krishna think doing something for Krishna always keeping that connection எப்படியோ நாம் எந்நேரமும் கிருஷ்ணரிடம் நமது அடிகளை எடுத்து வைக்க வேண்டும் எந்நேரமும் அவரது சேவையில் ஈடுபட்டிருக்க வேண்டும் வாழ்வு என்பது மிகவும் சென்றடைய miss this great opportunity in the maaparum vaipai nam vittu vidakudadu to get back to krishna to be connected to krishna so that's why we are very cautious to always spend every day for serving krishna krishna rudan thodarbu kolla vendum avarai sendraya vendum endru dhan nam ovvoru naalum mika gavanamaga seyalpadugindrom what vishnu told the prachetas in the fourth canto bhagavatam that as a grihastha you can get back to krishna you can get back to me if you do everything as a devotional service shrimad bhagavadathilum illara vaasiyaga irundhalum bhagavanukku seva seivadanal avare sendradai mudiyum endru korapattirukkirathu and so the prabhupada wrote a very long purport about three pages where he elaborately explained how in this age of kali by devotional service grihasthas can get back to krishna prabhupadar moonru pakkangalil virivaga illaravasigal kaliyugathil eppadi bhagavane sendradai mudiyum endru vilakki irukkindra one doesn't have to be a sanyasi oru var sanyasiyaga irukka vendum endra avasiyam kedaiyadu don't have to give up your cars தொடர்பு <laughs> You approach one of the bona fide gurus or their representatives and they'll give you some ideas how you can orient your daily life to be Krishna conscious. அப்படி இது எப்படி என்று தெரியவில்லை என்று சொன்னால் ஒரு தக்க ஆன்மீக குருவை நாடி அவரின் ஆலோசனையை பெற்று எப்படி இதை அனுதின வாழ்க்கையில் பின்பற்ற வேண்டும் என்று தெரிந்து கொள்ள வேண்டும். There's many good examples here many senior grihastha initiated devotees they are already doing it so you can see how they are doing it and you can get the idea 
இங்கு நிறைய தீட்சை பெற்ற மூத்த பக்தர்கள் இருக்கின்றனர் அவர்களிடம் சென்று நீங்கள் ஆலோசனை பெற்று கேட்கலாம் And Vishnu said that if you keep in connection with me, even as a grihast, at end of life you come back to me. Ningal or illara vasi aga irundalum. Ennidam tharupu kundirundal. Ningal nichiyamaga ennai bhagan. Dharai virgalendre. Vishnu urdiyali kithra. Dithai go premarande. So it's a something that such a great blessing by the Lord. It'll be the greatest mistake if we don't take his good advice. In Bhagavanin, in the Mahavarum, Arulu Rehai, Nikal, Yatrupalla Vittar, Nikal Valvil Seginra, Periya Tavaragum. So thank you all very much. Happy to be here with you again. It was a busy day today, yesterday, and day before. வணக்கம் <laughs> I would like to thank His Holiness Jayapataka Swami Maharaj for his such an interesting spiritual discourse and association. And from the other front, of course.
was already liberated by his uh, Vartma Pradarsha Guru. And as the Vartman Pradarsha Guru, if it wasn't for her showing the way to he wouldn't have looked for Narayana. So he was going back to God and he was worrying, what about my mother? So she also felt that he was obliged to his Vartman Pradarsha Guru. We may take initiation, we must you know, usually take initiation from someone. He's translating, brother. Yeah, sure. How do you Because his mother couldn't be a Diksha Guru, he took initiation from Muni. But he was still obliged for his mother. Maybe that your Navha leader or your temple president or some senior Sankirtan, Nivoli or Guruku, Ashram leader or someone has been very instrumental in you getting to Krishna Consciousness. If you're going back to the spiritual world, it's natural that you think, what about all those people that helped me? Will they get back? So this is a very important point here. It shows also how important it is to help people to be Krishna Conscious. How important it is that we help somebody. It said if a parent as one child that goes back to Godhead that the parents liberated, not only the parent, but the parents' parents up to seven generations before and seven generations after. Even the children, grandchildren. And then the next verse reveals a secret. A mystery. <coughs> Is that Tamil translation going on? Sit next to the translator. Translation. The great associates of Vaikuntha Loka, Nanda and Sunanda, could understand the mind of Dhruva Maharaj and thus they showed him that his mother Suniti was going forward in another plane. Report. By his divine grace, Srila Abhay Charnaravinda Bhaktivedanta Sarai This incident proves the fact that, that the Siksha or Diksha Guru who has a disciple who strongly executes devotional service like Dhruva Maharaj can be carried by the disciple 
even though the instructor is not as advanced. Although Suniti was an instructor to Dhruva Maharaj, she could not go to the forest because she was a woman, nor could she execute austerities and penance, penances as Dhruva Maharaj did. Still Dhruva Maharaj was able to take his mother with him. Similarly, Prahlad Maharaj also believed his aesthetic also delivered his atheistic father, Hiranyakashipu. The conclusion is that a disciple or an offspring who is a very strong devotee can carry with him to Vaikuntha Loka either his father, mother, or Siksha, or Diksha Guru. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakura used to say, quote, if I could perfectly deliver even one soul back to home, back to Godhead, I would think my mission, propagating Krishna consciousness, to be successful. <laughs> Unquote. The Krishna Consciousness Movement is spreading now all over the world. And sometimes I think that even though I am crippled in many ways, if one of my disciples becomes as strong as Dhruva Maharaj, then he will be able to carry me with him to my Kunta Loka. Thus ends the Bhakti Gunaka Swami translation purports to texts 32 and 33, chapter 12, Canto 4, Srimad Bhagavatam, Dhruva Maharaj goes back to Godhead is the chapter title. Well, this is one of my favorite verses because it has so many very wonderful instructions. It shows how humble Srila Prabhupada is. Srila Prabhupada is so pure and so powerful, but he's saying such a humble thing that he's hoping one of his disciples will be so strong that Guru Maharaj should take him back to Godhead. I'm hoping that some of my disciples, any one of my disciples can be so strong to get back to Godhead and I'll get back. But this, sometimes, you know, people, the material world tend to be very selfish. And they always think, what's in it for me? But here you can see in spiritual life that although you're selflessly serve, serving others, but nonetheless you get spiritual blessings unlimitedly. And how it's a, a kind of a team effort. Whether it's a Diksha Guru or a Siksha Guru or a Varma Pradashika Guru, who it is, 
but ultimately facilitates the disciple to get back to Godhead. The disciple gets back, then all those who've been helping him, they all get a free ticket. They sometimes they advertise that you get a free ticket to in, uh, Singapore now. They started a flight to Las Vegas, so they're offering a free ticket to Las Vegas. If you win something, I don't know, some game. But they just offer for the two people. You can take one person with you. But here Krishna, he's not a miser. It's not like you can only get to take one. If you get the ticket back, if you win the ride, you can take everyone back with you. Husband, wife, children, parents, gurus. You have to take a whole bus load. Plane load. The uh, spiritual airplane is not limited like material. You don't even need seatbelts, it doesn't crash. <laughs> What's also amazing in this is that Nanda Sunanda, they understand his mind, they point, and his mother is going ahead. If she's Guru, so she's going ahead, she has to be back to Godhead before the disciple. There's a lot of very subtle discussions and subtle instructions here in these verses. Last night we were talking late with some of the youth, wondering how to get them back to Godhead. Here in Malaysia, some of our youth are very much feel isolated. We don't have a Krishna conscious friends. They're not connected with the other Krishna conscious youth. Some of them falling in the Mayan. Some of them struggling to be Krishna conscious. Some of them attracted by the material nature. I was thinking this morning, what could be done? And I was, uh, Bhakti Vigna Vinash Nashinamara, he knows also because he's uh, been in the UK a bit. That there's uh, there, the youth have got a program called Bhakti, uh, the Pandavasena. Because uh, during the time when they wanted to close down the temple and the manor to the public, then all the youth, Indian, mainly Indian, but even Western youth uh, of uh, Krishna conscious families and Indian youth, they, they banded together as a massive uh, force called the Pandavasena, the warriors of the Pandavas. And they had the public marching 10,000, 30,000 uh, youth in the streets to don't close the temple. After that, that's like war zone, warm time, so they had so many members. Now they're in peacetime. They were an army of youth that were defending the temple. But now in their peacetime, they may be down to a few hundreds of active uh, members, maybe a thousand. But uh, what they're doing is they're getting together, they're having programs, they're having uh, regular meetings. What you can see is that uh, it's helping the youth, the second generation, to uh, to get some association 
to have some uh, Krishna conscious uh, companionship in their own age group. And that's helping to help them to survive those uh, difficult youth years where the peers are very powerful. So at a young age, and the parents are very influential, but then when one gets into teenage, one wants to be belong to the group, wants to feel that they're part of, they're accepted by their friends, and if their friends are all in Maya, then that's big trouble. So if they have Pandava Sena friends who are also Krishna conscious, then it's a lot easier for them to practice uh, devotional service. They have their association. So I was thinking this morning how somehow we should launch a Pandava Sena branch here in uh, Malaysia. Because uh, why not call it the same thing and connect with England? Because uh, we're a minority here and they're a minority there. And they started off defending Krishna, so it's a very auspicious uh, start. And uh, there are mainly Indians uh, also in there, although there's a, the Western is also in the part of the Sena, but maybe only about 10% max. So it would be, be a good program for here for the, for the youth. I want to propose it at the National Convention, but we need to get some youth to take it up and be the coordinators and the contact over there and find out all the things they're doing. Maybe I can have some of the devotees from there come here. You know, as what happens is that gradually the youth grow up. When they get into their twenties, the question came over there, to what age should they remain upon the Sena? When did they grow out of it? <laughs> and then they come over the hill. <laughs> it may be that another part of the Sena, or older part of the Sena, is uh, working as uh, as one of the Vartma Pradasha gurus for the younger ones. And in this way, they're also, if they're disciple, the person they helped, later becomes fixed in Krishna consciousness and gets back to Krishna. And all those who helped, they also get a free ticket. Dhruva Maharaj, he was so determined on his own, he did it. He just needed a new direction. So his mother, it wasn't like she was a great spiritual uh, authority or something. She said, well, I don't know who can help you. I don't have any influence over your father anymore. My co-wife is now his favorite. He don't care about me much. You know, the minister, who, who, he's the king, so who can tell him what to do? What he did isn't right, but uh, I think the only one who can help you is uh, Bhagavan. Where is Bhagavan? Well, I don't know exactly where Bhagavan is. I sometimes heard that the rishis and the sages, they go in the forest and they, they do something in the forest and they realize Bhagavan, they see him there. So maybe Bhagavan's in the forest. It wasn't, you know, 
very clear idea. In fact, maybe it was Bhagavad's not only before us, he's in every, everywhere. But she didn't really have a very clear idea. Whatever she knew, she told. So he was inspired, went out looking for Bhagavad in the forest, right? So he didn't really have a clue. He's looking under the rocks, asking the worms if they're Bhagavad. And he didn't know really what Bhagavad looked like. Was he a, looked like a lion or a tiger or a worm or an insect or a bird. Or, didn't have any uh, description. Somehow there was no Gurukul in his, uh, in his uh, king's uh, ashram. So it didn't tell him anything about Bhagavan. So he was going up to the trees, to the tigers, everyone asking, Are you Bhagavan? Are you? Are you Bhagavan? Answer, tell me, are you Bhagavan? So, like this, uh, he wasn't getting too much help, and then finally Narad Muni came down. And he asked him, are you Bhagavan? And then Narad Muni said, well, no, I'm not Bhagavan, but I'm uh, sent by Bhagavan. I'm his servant. So can you help me to find Bhagavan? He said, yes, I can help you if you want, but... I mean, you're just a young boy here in the dangerous jungle. Don't you think you should go back home and... Uh, you know, be with your mother and uh, have play with your toys and have a good time with your friends. And so no, I'm looking for Bhagavan. If you can help me, then I'll talk with you. Otherwise, don't waste my time. And he was determined. I mean, considering most kids, or even most youths, how determined are they to find Bhagavan, right? I mean, they, they want to find some... Where's the latest party going on? Where's the good time? Where can they have a little snack? Or where can they listen to some rock and roll music? Or this music, so whatever. Play around. I mean, everybody just wants to enjoy their senses. And here, he's five-year-old kid, and he's not even thinking about enjoying it. So he wants to find Bhagavan. He's determined. He's fixed. He's focused. That's what makes Dhruva stand out. He's like the patron saint for the children. The how to be determined in your Krishna consciousness, in spite of so many distractions. And he didn't even have much support. Until Narada Muni came, he was just uh, struggling in the dark, still he didn't give up. Our Krishna conscious children have so much uh, help from their parents, from their ashram teachers, from other senior devotees, from gurus that for them it's not like so difficult to find out what Bhagavan looks like, where you can find him, you can go to the temple and you can see Bhagavan, you can worship him, you can talk to him, you can ask him for blessings. But Guru Maharaj, he didn't have any of those facilities, but still he was determined. So he was looking for Bhagavan, but finally Bhagavan said, this way he's not going to find me, because he actually don't find God by looking for him. You find God by serving Him. And then He reveals Himself when He's satisfied with your service. So He sent Narada Muni to train Him out. So Narada Muni came and gave Him the mantra. He started to chant the mantra. 
given by Narada Muni finally after he passed all the tests. So even Narada tested, is he really fixed up? So we all get tested. Maya will test up, are you really fixed up or you just want to play around? And some people pass the test and some people fail the test. We can't get to Krishna Consciousness unless we pass some tests. So Maya is going to test us whether or not we're really serious about being a devotee, really serious about realizing Krishna. It's not a cheap thing, it's the highest achievement in existence. I was also so impressed, I mean, it was uh, how Nanda and Sunanda They're very special associates of the Lord. They themselves came down to bring back Dhruva. Like the Lord sending his own very personal associates. So if somebody becomes qualified to go back to Godhead and Krishna blesses him like that, him or her, the Lord takes a very special interest, sends his own personal driver personal assistance to come and get the devotees, bring it back. So, shows how we have to also be very determined to be Krishna conscious. A lot depends on us. Our once one father came and brought his son and said, please initiate my son. I don't think I'll be Krishna conscious in this lifetime, at least if my son can be then I got a hope to get delivered. So the, the parent was uh, so much encouraged that, that his uh, son would be a Krishna conscious devotee, get back to Godhead, he would get his ticket. So like this, Dhruva Maharaj, he was no longer a young boy, he had gone through his Vihasta Ashram and become a great king and ruled for thousands and thousands of years and fought in wars and defended his kingdom so many different things. But on the promise of the Lord at the end of his life, he remained Krishna conscious. So now he is going back to Godhead. He's worrying about his mother. How oh, what about her? This also shows the symptom of a devotee be grateful. Right? Materialists, if they do anything and they think it's all because of my great qualities and I'm such a great person and that's why I'm here today. But actually a devotee is very grateful that it's because of all the people who helped me that I could become a devotee. I always remember how when I came to the temple, everybody was too busy to talk to me. Busy doing sankirtan, busy cooking, busy cleaning, busy this, busy that. It was Jayananda Prabhu that took the time to come over and engage me in service. Sometimes in our temples, we don't realize how 
important it is that uh, when people come to the temple for the first time, somebody talks to them. It may be their first time, it may be their last time. And if you come to a temple and nobody talks to you, nobody says hello, nobody smiles, nobody has anything to share with you, nobody asks you how you are, what you like, then you might feel, well, I don't belong here. This is a closed group. It may not be that the group is closed, but it just hasn't really focused on being open. So the people that come to the temple are not a botheration for us, they're the purpose for having a temple. Why should we have a temple? If it's not for facilitating all the people who want to be Krishna conscious. So it's important that when people come to the temple, you have people designated at least. Because the Krishna consciousness, since everybody is busy with service, unless you desire, designate someone, this is your service, to greet the people. Probably nobody will greet them. We realize this in Mayapur, we have got a, a, a facilitation service. Their only service is to greet all the people that come. In some uh, congregations they have designated devotees on rotation who are just there to look out who's the new people and to welcome them and ask them, take them to the deities and explain everything. For South Indians, like, they may not know who is this uh, Jagannath Baladev Subhadra smiling at them. They may not be aware, they may not have experience. They may think it's uh, that, uh, what's that Muni, that uh, in Pride is at one temple, Muni, Muni Swara, somebody who knows, you know, they could speculate anything. I was sitting in Mayapur while the, one family was going through the Chaitanya exhibit. And I was hearing what the father was telling his wife and children in uh, Bengali when he was seeing the Chaitanya Leela. And he was speculating any nonsense. Lord Chaitanya was feeling that Sivananda said his dog. And he said, see here how much they love the dogs. The dogs are man's best friends and we should all serve the dogs. And, I you know he just anything he could see. You know, <laughs> he didn't know anything. He wanted to show off. He knew everything, so he just speculated something. And he's going around. So we don't really understand how little people know when they come, especially for the first time, and how much they need to be facilitated. They're all not going to be like Dhruva Maharaj, who's going to. I mean, I know some devotees they became. Devotees, in spite of the other devotees, in spite of nobody talking to them, in spite of nobody smiling at them, in spite of nobody giving them prasadam, in spite of not even being given a place to stay, maybe they slept in the street outside the temple or something. There are a few cases like that. But we get to hear about those cases because they are still around to tell us. They were so determined to become devotees. You are like that. <laughs> Three hours. Thought this guy was some bum from Malaysia or something. Uh, young student, no money. Studying in uh, England. Even in Bombay, too, they used to have a program that you had to like, sleep on the beach for a few weeks before you could get moved into the area. In Mayapur, you have to give a certificate from your 
NLA or your Ancho Perdad, now some boy runs away from home and then he's got to go back and get a certificate. It's not so easy, you know. So, but they know they want to be sure who the person is. So, sometimes they, they, they sleep out in the bus stop for a day or two trying to figure out how to get in. They go back and never be, uh, they'll be captured by their parents or something. So it's difficult. Many places to be a devotee, uh, even to come to the temple. So we want to make it very easy. People come, get a nice reception in America. They did a study of all the religious organizations, the new ones, old ones. And they found that and philosophically, in this poll, everybody thought that Krishna conscious philosophy was the best. It answered all the questions, it didn't leave any doubts. It gave the most complete idea about what is absolute truth. But then they said, which organization treats their members and their guests and everyone the best? And then they put Krishna Khan's way down the bottom. So more people were joining other groups, not because they had a better philosophy, they had a better uh, presentation, better packaging. They had no substance, but they had a good package. Sometimes you buy some little item, you know, like a little mobile phone or anything, something comes in a box, you know, like as big as a refrigerator almost, you know. You open it up and inside there's like a little thing. You want to feel like that's something in big, you know, you have a big box, but the actual paper all empty. So some people, they put on a big package and somebody thinks they're getting something. Maybe they think, you know, Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.